Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rogers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Janice does it. He's out. Oh, please. What a catch. That's insane. Oh, my. That may be one of the great throws ever made. Moving to his left. Did the receivers get part of downfield? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game ender for the Packers. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Come. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Man, who does that better than Aaron Rodgers? Welcome to the Rodgers Hail Mary podcast. I am your host, Nathan Spooner. And my mission statement is to bring you weekly bowl predictions for the Packers, the NFL, and even a little college football once in a while. And I'd like you to consider this thought, that Hail Marys are kind of like bowl predictions. Sometimes you just have to throw them up there and pray they come to completion. Well, we threw up some bowl predictions last week with the Bears game and the Packers, and they came to fruition. Uh, The Packers had a Really great defensive game against them, uh, the Bears, and came through with a 10-3 victory, as you well know, and has been well documented. But uh, let's not talk too much about that since I'm getting this podcast out a little late. Let's just go straight into looking at the upcoming week here against the Minnesota Vikings and some things that I noticed with the Vikings and that so and then we'll talk about our pick six segment and then close things up and keep this pretty short for you guys so the vikings well when i watched their tape against the uh falcons noticed a couple things the falcons gave the vikings a lot of gifts okay they turned the ball over a number of times they shot themselves in the foot with penalties. They just did everything they possibly could to help the Vikings win that game. Uh, so with that in mind, I wasn't too terribly impressed with the offense's ability to put the ball in the end zone. Now, with the offense, I was impressed with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook looked great, exactly what you would have wanted Dalvin Cook to look like and what the Vikings wanted him to look like when they drafted him. But Kirk Cousins, not so impressive. I mean, he did only throw the ball somewhere between 20, 10 and 15 times. I don't remember exactly. Uh, so there's that. Then uh, there is the fact that his offensive line looked okay. And maybe their tackles were okay, but I wasn't too impressed still yet with them. I thought to the Falcons when... They were able to get a pass rush when the Vikings were passing that they were able to 
get a good push, the Falcons were, against the Vikings O-line. So I think the Packers will be able to even do a better job. We saw what they were able to do against a better Chicago Bears offensive line, uh, getting pressure on Mr. Trubisky. And so I, I would like to see what they can do against the Vikings and uh, that offensive line that is very still unproven. And then looking at the Packers themselves, yes, our defense played great against the Bears. It was amazing, but I'm not ready to crown them all world beater defenses, de- uh, defenders yet. Okay, they, they all played great. They played great as a unit. However, I'm just going to wait at least another week or two before I really, really get excited. After all, we are talking about Mitch Trubisky and Matt Nagy's play calling was questionable to say the least as far as especially his running back usage there. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm excited about our defense. Don't get me wrong. I think Aaron Rodgers is right. We do have a defense, but how good they are yet is to be determined. Our offense, on the other hand, is a little sketchy, right? It, it, it was a little nerve-wracking to see them only put up 10 points, but again, that is with the caveat of it being against the Bears' defense, which is still looks like it's going to be a top-five defense for sure. So there is that, and the new offense. So let's just give Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur a little bit of time to get in the groove of the season and uh, work some out, work some kinks out against this live action I'm not too worried about Rodgers missing the preseason. I don't think that has anything to do with the poor performance. It's just a matter of the new offense getting in the flow of a regular season game flow because even if they he would have played the preseason, it's totally different. Uh, play calling, totally different. Guys just play different in the preseason, okay? And so there's no point in worrying about what or what did or what did not happen in the preseason. Either way, I think that they would have got off to a slow start in the regular season because things are just different. Then, so let's talk some predictions for the Packers-Vikings. I'm looking for Aaron Rodgers to actually put up some pretty decent numbers. I'm not too afraid of this Vikings secondary. Devontae Adams usually has his way with Xavier Rhodes, as he wants to be called now. Not Xavier, but Xavier Rhodes. So, um I'm not too worried about that and uh, not too worried about the safeties too much. Uh, they so People talk about them getting up in age, but th- you know they're, they're just around the age of 30. They're not too old yet, but they are on the older side, right? So look for Aaron Rodgers to put up over 250 yards. He only got just over 200 yards um, against the Bears, 203 yards to be exact. Turn your phone down where you're recording this podcast, huh? Didn't do that. Sorry about that. Uh, so, uh, where was I? 203 for Aaron Rodgers last week uh, on 18 of 30, for 18 for 30 passing. So, I'm looking for him to easily go over 250 against the Vikings. I think they are going to throw it. And uh, so, then also, but I think they really, for sure, are going to really try to establish the run game against this, the Vikings. Uh, Aaron Jones, look for him to get more touches than he got this last game uh, and look for him to them try them to try to get him going a little bit better. Then look for Devontae Adams to put up some good stats, but look for Marquez Valdez-Scantling, our uh, breakout player of the year, 
to also put up some good numbers on the other side there because Trey Waynes is a good player. Farmer Spartan, go green. But uh, he has he has penalty issues. And so, if anything, look for Aaron Rodgers to try to exploit that. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is well aware of it uh, and Wayne's tendencies there on the other side of the ball. Uh, and then uh, Jimmy Graham, wow, got a touchdown in the first game of the year. I predicted all year long almost – at least every other game that he's finally going to get his first touchdown. <laughs> it took forever. Uh, and then I didn't predict anything this time, and he gets it, right? So that's how things go. But uh, so Jimmy Graham is also a very likely candidate to pick up a touchdown. I guess I didn't say how many touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers will get at least two touchdowns this game. You can mark that down. It's not going to be a 10-point game, 10 points put up by this offense this time. So look for Aaron Rodgers to get two touchdowns, and I think one will go... Uh, not to Jimmy Graham, though. I'm going to go with the dark horse candidate on that one and bold prediction to Mercedes Lewis to get a touchdown and, and Devontae Adams to get a touchdown in this game. Uh, look for Aaron Jones to get himself a rushing touchdown. Look for Jair Alexander to get a pick in this game, moving over to the defensive side. He got robbed last year in Week 2. He should have had the game ceiling interception last year for his first interception of his career and it got torn away by a bogus penalty call and if you're not aware of what call I'm talking about just go back and check out that game or find out why the reason why you're living under a rock last year in week two <laughs> but uh, also, look for Zadarius Smith and Justice Smith I loved what they did and Rashawn Gary, the limited time he saw Look for them to make some hay, getting probably two sacks each uh, as far as uh, Smith and Smith. The Smiths to get two sacks each, I think. Or uh, look for Kenny Clark to get in a mix as well. Uh, he could possibly pick up a fifth sack. Uh, if we're going to say somebody to be able to get a second interception, let's go ahead and give it to Darnell Savage. I love how he looked in his first game. Very aggressive. Uh, definitely not like a former safeties we've had in the last year or so. So I loved it. Loved it. Loved our defense. Our defense really did play great, guys. It was amazing. But it's still brand new and fresh for a lot of these guys. We don't know exactly if it's just because of Mitch Trubisky that they were that good. But you can see things no matter who they were playing against. They did some really good things. So very good. Very impressive. All right, so now let's go ahead and take a look at our pick six segment. All right, last week I said that the Falcons would beat the Vikings. Wrong. Vikings won that way too easily. I said the Lions would beat the Cardinals. Okay, so I was technically wrong, but let's give me Habsies on that, right? And because uh, that one ended in an atrocious tie, the line just completely fell apart. Are we shocked? I said the Browns would beat the Titans. Unbelievable what the Titans did to the Browns. Unbelievable. Could not, could not believe the Titans beat them so badly. Then I said the Broncos would beat the Raiders. Another shocker. I thought that one was a gimme. And the Raiders come out and proved us all wrong and beat the Broncos on Monday night. Then the Rams did beat the Panthers, so I got two right because I also predicted the Packers would beat the Bears. 
I got two right. Not very good. Might I also say, while we're in the pick six segment, uh, we didn't talk too much in the previous segment about my last week's predictions for the Bears game for the Packers, but I did say Amos would get one pick and Zadarius Smith, Smith would get two sacks. And I got the Amos pick. That was awesome. So, anyways, we're not in that segment anymore, so you don't care. Let's go on to this coming week. And I'm going to leave the Packers-Vikings for last. So let's go ahead and look in the NFC North. And the first game up will be the Chargers going to Detroit to play the Detroit Lions. And that's at noon on CBS, as a matter of fact. So I will probably not have to watch that, actually, because the... Bears play at 325, me being in trial land, so I'll be able to catch the Packers on Fox. Sweet. So, uh, but the Chargers are favored by two points, and so I'm going to go ahead and pick the Chargers with that one. I don't see the Chargers struggling with the Lions. So, now I think this is going to be a high-scoring offensive game. Don't get me wrong, but I think the Chargers... We'll probably win this by a touchdown, probably like 28-21. I don't usually predict scores for these, my pick six segment, but I feel like that's like a good number. Um, so uh, let's go to the Bears game. And uh, they travel to Denver to play the Broncos. The Broncos are going to be pissed off about losing to the Raiders. And this is also an interesting matchup because of uh, Vic Fangio being now the head coach of the Broncos. And if, for some reason, you don't know, he was the defensive coordinator for the Bears last year. And that's a 3.25 p.m. Central Time game. Bears are favored by two. However, now also the Broncos' defense did not look good at all. But I'm pretty sure Vic Fangio knows Mitch Trubisky. A whole lot better than he knows Derek Carr. So let's just go bold. I really think the Bears, I really want to say the Bears are going to win this and probably is the right answer, but I'm going bold and let's say the Broncos win this game. Broncos are going to win this game in Denver. That's the other key factor. It's in Denver. It's Vic Fangio coaching against his old team and uh, he gets things figured out. And it's going to be like um, a 9-6 to six game, okay? Or a 10-6 to, 10 to game or 10-9 to nine game. Who knows? It's going to be a crazy game. Maybe it'll be 14-10. It's not going to be a close game at all. Or it's not going to be a high-scoring game at all. I don't foresee that whatsoever. All right, so that's the NFC North except for the Packers and Vikings. Let's go ahead and look at um, three other games of interest and let's just go ahead and look at that Saints Rams game right now why don't we um that that is going to be one that everybody's been talking about all this past week already and then uh it's probably the game of the week to be considered by Fox uh it's not the Bears and Broncos at the 325 time slot so this is definitely the game of the week and uh, I'm going to say that the Saints are going to be so pissed off that they are going to come out and they are going to still lose this game. That's right. 
they're gonna, it's gonna be in their heads so bad that they're gonna lose this game. But I think early on in the season, this is gonna be as interesting of a game as if you look back to, well, it's gonna be just as interesting, I think, as the NFC Championship game, and even maybe as interesting, as good of a game as the Rams-Chiefs game last season as well. Uh, one of the greatest regular season games in a long time. So I think this has that potential as well. But I'm going to give this one to the Rams, who are favored by two points in Los Angeles. Then let's go over and take a look at uh, the... Yeah, let's go ahead and say the Cowboys and Redskins game. I'm going to give that one to the Cowboys. That's actually probably too easy. Should I skip that one? Let's see here. Yeah, let's skip that one. Let's go over to Eagles and Falcons. Eagles and Falcons is a Sunday night game. And I'm going to go. That's on, uh, of course, NBC. Philadelphia is favored by two points, even though it's in Atlanta. Atlanta looked really bad last week, but I don't think they're going to look that bad this week. But I'm still going to say that the Eagles win this game. Battle of the Birds. And uh, Eagles will win this one probably by four to seven points in this one. And the Falcons won't really have a chance to win it in the end, I don't think. I think the Eagles will have it sealed up and don't give the Falcons much of a chance or the Falcons don't really make a drive at the end to even make it close. Um, so give that one to the Eagles. Now Packers-Vikings. At the beginning of the year, I actually said that the Packers would win this game um, for the preseason predictions for the whole schedule, and I'm going to go ahead and go with that. Packers are favored by 2.5 right now. It's fluctuated over the week between 2 and 3, and so that's basically where it is now, 2.5. So uh, it's a noon game, Fox, Lambeau Field, AccuWeather, says so 77 degrees according to AccuWeather and ESPN.com. But that's all the point, not the point. Packers are going to take this one. I've already given you my reasons why I think that is. So I'm not going to go too much longer into that. So that is our pick six segment. All right. Thank you for tuning into the Rogers Hail Mary podcast. It was a pleasure to be with you guys tonight. I would also like to let you know that I made a guest appearance on the I'm Wrong, You're Right podcast this week. Go ahead and check those guys out. They're available. I've tweeted out their um, recording of that. Go give that a listen and also uh, give them a follow on Twitter. Uh, they're a really group, great group of guys and uh, loved getting together with them. Maybe we'll get them over here on a this podcast sometime in the future and uh, hopefully maybe we'll get a chance to go back over and uh, have fun with them as well on their podcast so give that a check out and uh, hopefully give us a check out on twitter if you're not already at 12 hill mary is the podcast twitter handle my twitter handle is at god sports usa my name is nathan spooner give us a, a recommendation not a recommendation where'd that come from <laughs> Give us a rating on iTunes and uh, follow us over there. Subscribe, and you can find us on Google Play as well as all the other 
most major podcasts. I don't think I'm on. Uh, I don't think I'm on Spotify at this time anymore. Um, I'm on Stitcher though, and I'm on Google Play, iTunes, all those good important ones that you can get without most other platforms that play through at different um, podcast apps that you like to use. Anyways, so go do all that good stuff. And hope to see you next week after a Packers victory. Go Pack Go. Trubisky under pressure. Lost it over the left side.